0: This podcast is the production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Every single person has to answer this question. Is there a being that exists outside of myself that we call God? And if that being exists, can he come into my life and affect me? I'm Dr. Sue Ellen Nolan, and this is my podcast, Authentic Faith and Life. I'm Dr. Sue Ellen Nolan, and welcome to my podcast show. I've been talking about my relationship, one that I never asked for, but it just happened to be handed to me in this Catholic faith when I converted many years ago. That relationship is with the mother of Jesus, with Mary, and of course, as a convert, I had little understanding of Mary in my life, but she came to me in very unique and special ways and showed me that she is real, that she will be there for us as a spiritual mother, and most especially that she will share her son with us. She bore him to us on this earth with her fiat, her yes to the Holy Spirit, through the angel Gabriel, and she continues to bear Christ to us every single day. It's her mission, her glory, her ministry, and her duty as she stood side by side with her son on his journey in those 33 years that she had him on this earth. We have the wedding of Cana, of course, the first miracle of Jesus that I've talked about, where we see Our Lady beckoning to Christ to come forward and to step into ministry, and we have to consider where she was at that time. Things had been revealed to her that she pondered in her heart. She had been told by the angel Gabriel that her heart would be pierced with a sword. Her heart would be pierced with a sword, which meant she would suffer. And yet at the wedding of Cana, on some level which must have been her relationship with her spouse, the Holy Spirit, she knew that it was time to call Jesus into ministry. And she did. She beckoned him to come forward. And without hesitation for his reply, she told us and directed us, as she did, the wine stewards, to do whatever he tells us. Pope Francis the Holy Father talked to how Mary points to Jesus and asks us to bear witness to Jesus how she guides us to her son, because in him alone we find salvation, and he alone, he says, can change the water of our loneliness, difficulty, and sin into the wine of encounter, joy, and forgiveness. He alone. This podcast is about my ongoing experience with Jesus as spouse, and the revelation that we know we cannot outgive God, and the same goes for his mother. She cannot be outdone in her generosity of her heart, her heart that is filled with grace and mercy. My third experience with Our Lady and her bringing her son to me happened a few years later after my experience in the near death accident of my son that I spoke about in my last podcast. This particular incident I was heading to Ave Maria for my weekend class, and I remember the exact spot I was in. I had made a decision in my life as my mother progressed in the vascular dementia that she suffered from, that on this feast day, September 8th, which we generally celebrate as the birthday of Our Lady, that I would invite her back in, and I would say yes to her gift that she had offered to me a few years back to allow her to be my spiritual mother. My mother at that time had been transferred to a nursing home in our hometown, in a little village. In way north in northern michigan through many prayers over the years in the progression of her disease i had trusted god and his providential care of my mom and he continued to come through in this situation he had brought her back to the nursing home that we called the annex in newberry the nursing home where she had actually worked decades prior to that as a nurse supervisor so my mother while living those last years with dementia by God's providence and many years of prayer for my mom in this journey through dementia. She happened to be at the Annex a nursing home in our small little village in northern Michigan. So it was very familiar to her. She had been there many times over the years as well to visit older people that were in the nursing home. And the bonus, the little gift that God treated us to at this dramatic time in our mother's journey was the director of nursing at the time happened to be a woman that my mother had mentored during her career. This woman was very familiar and a, a long-time friend of my mother's. They had kept a relationship throughout their whole life. So my mother believed continually each day in that nursing home that she was actually at work. She was so bold and comfortable that she would literally walk behind the nurse's station and hang out with them different times during the day. They adored her and loved her, of course, and she was quite comfortable there. The dementia had taken its toll, even though she always still recognized her children when they came in the door, regardless of whether she got her names right or not when she saw us. I had decided that I would invite Our Lady in to be my spiritual mother and take up her offer that she had offered to me a couple of years prior, so I'm driving on this road on the way to Ave Maria, and I say to her simply, I'm ready. I'm ready for you to be my spiritual mother. And Our Lady, who of course cannot be outdone, cannot be outdone in generosity and a mother's heart, spoke to me internally, I will be your spiritual mother and my son will be your spouse. At that time, I was married, though not happily, had had many struggles with my husband and in fact, it was a couple years before our marriage actually ended. So I had no way of knowing what this meant with Jesus as my spouse. I had no way of knowing that I would be on my own in a few years, a single parent, and I would continue to draw from the church as I had, but I also would have a special and intimate relationship with Christ. During that time, God became very providential for me, and every need that I had was met. In that time, in the most challenging, in the most sorrowful moments of my life, in the times when my heart felt like it would break, in the times when I felt alone, in the times when I was lonely, in the times when I felt despair, Darkness, I would turn to Jesus as my spouse and I would lay my head upon his shoulder Even if it was just symbolically, even if it was just in my imagination It was enough I would take to him my suffering I would take to him my pain my sorrow my heartbreak my heartache my loneliness I would take these things to him and he would He would honor them He would minister to me. He would be present. I would feel him. I would literally feel the presence of Christ He became my spouse He offered me a participation on His terms, the same terms that brought Him to the Christ and to the glory that has become our salvation and His redemption. Those terms were obedience, obedience to the will of God the Father, and assent, assent to attempt to do His will each day in my life. In that obedience, we see Christ on the cross. It was obedience that put Him on the cross. It was obedience that brought Him to that place on the cross. It was his obedience, and it was the love of God the Father. The love of God the Father, that powerful love, that plan through human history, that economy of salvation that had a direction, a purpose, a point, a goal based in the paternal love of our Father. Those two things, the obedience of Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father were so powerful and so profound on that cross, they were so encompassing, overwhelming all-empowering, powerful, and in those moments, and in that, what bursts forth is the love that becomes and begats the Holy Spirit. Jesus invited me as his spouse into that Trinitarian love. He invited me as just a daughter of the Kingdom, a child of God, to participate in that Trinitarian love, in my vulnerability, in my weaknesses, in my suffering, He was there. When a human being, human person, could not meet those needs, could not be fully present to me in the way that my heart ached, Jesus was there, Jesus was my man, He was my spouse. In a sense, I felt Him asking me to take the authority over my heart, my human heart, to take that authority and give it back to Him as spouse. That authority of my heart from the time of my childhood had been given to men, guys, people. And they had fulfilled that need to some degree, but humans are humans, they're not God. And Jesus, in His authority, which comes from God the Father in Heaven, asked for that authority to be given back to Him. When I surrendered that authority back to Him, He became my companion, my constant, my refuge, my anchor. Years prior, when I had had a girlfriend praying for me, I'd had this image, this vision of being on the altar and of Jesus taking out my stony human dark heart wounded by sin and pain and suffering he took it out he removed it from me and he replaced my heart with his sacred heart it was not long after my conversion I wasn't familiar with the sacred heart of Jesus or the Immaculate Heart of Mary but the image that I saw later was confirmed as that of the sacred heart of Jesus crowned with the crown of thorns bright red full full of love he replaced my heart with that heart he became my spouse we know Christ is the bridegroom and we are the church when we are the body of Christ and each time I receive Jesus in communion I'm taken up in that walk each step down the aisle as I process towards my bridegroom, my spouse, the place where I can feel whole and peaceful. This is Dr. Sue Ellen Nolan. Thank you for joining me today on my podcast at Authentic Faith and Life. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Dr. Sue Ellen Nolan at Authentic Faith and Life on the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. You can find out more about me and my workshops and speaking events at AuthenticFaithInLife.info.